0: I hear from a lot of people that they want to practice being servant leaders. As good as it is as a concept, most of the time, trying to practice this takes a toll on the leaders since in the process, they tend to neglect themselves and i have even talked to some leaders who feel guilty when they take time or take care of themselves. And it happens to the best of us. I mean, I also experience this from time to time. This is why I always remember this book. And it is a great reminder that I go through over and over again. This book highlights the importance of taking time alone to grow self-awareness before leading others. This way, you'll be able to set strong goals which align with those around you and make them want to follow your lead and take initiative towards the set goals. Hi, I'm Day and you're listening to The Daily Book Club. Today, we'll discuss Lead Yourself First by Raymond Kethledge and Michael Irwin. You know, talking to a lot of leaders, They say that leadership is a skill that many confuse with authority or the power that comes with a certain social status. But leaders at the core should be able to make their people want to follow and participate in accomplishing the common goal by their own will and not because of fear or anything else. I mean, they say that one can be called a leader if they don't impose certain tasks but defines them and delegates them. But before anything else, before one becomes a leader, They must learn how to deal with their own thoughts and insecurities. And this inner wisdom comes with solitude. So here are my three takeaways to lead yourself and become a great leader. Of course, if you read the book, you may have different takeaways. Takeaway number one, great leaders use solitude, which is taking time with themselves to gain clarity. Two, the fear of missing out or FOMO is a dangerous trap for anyone who is serious about their responsibilities. Three, taking a break, not just from the outside world, but the world within, to lead better. So let's go straight to takeaway number one. Great leaders use solitude to gain clarity. From responding to emails and spot-checking notifications, these are all part of what is expected from a modern leader. And unfortunately, these expectations, along with actually doing it, leads to decreased productivity and creativity, not to mention increasing anxiety and frustration for the person fulfilling these expectations. In times like these, solitude is the answer. It's all about taking time alone to switch off connections to the outside world. And this way you get to recharge and gain a clear perspective by looking at things from a distance. And here's what I hear a lot from people. People may think that they can't take time off, but they can't afford to let all the things throw them off balance and be in the constant cycle of subpar performance and outputs. So if you're so busy and you think you can't take a break, that's a good sign that you should. Takeaway number two. We all have experienced FOMO or fear of missing out. And this keeps us in the same vicious loop that we find hard to break. The constant bombarding of stimuli trained us to constantly check pop-up notifications, emails, new social media, etc. And we feel bad when we don't. I mean, how many of us? can actually say that when we receive a message or notification, we can actually ignore it and not think about it. Well, not too many of us, right? So however, when we're engaged in a task that is important, it can really distract our attention that will lead us to deliver poor outcome. Some may even say that they can multitask. It's a common thing that I hear when I interview people. And I thought the same too before that I can multitask very well. But time and time again, it has been proven that no one can really multitask, but what they do is fast task switching that actually lowers the quality of the output the more you task switch. And most of the time doing this, it's the time, quality, or resources that is lost in the process. In this day and age, we might think that not replying or not being in the know might be disrespectful to others, but most people think the same way. So turning off our phones and taking away distractions will be highly beneficial in the long run, even though we feel that we'll be missing out on important updates. So if need be, let's use technology to our advantage by using features like only letting the most important people call you or letting a notification go through if someone calls you two times in a row. Then make peace with the thought that you can catch up with other things at any time. We should train ourselves to think that it's no big deal if we're not part of the outside world once in a while. And of course, it's not easy. I mean, when I still feel bad about this, I always tell myself, the world will always move forward with or without me, so I can take time to detach myself so that I could work on myself and move myself forward. With that, let's now go on to the last takeaway. How do you fully take a break to be able to lead better? We can take a cue from the great leaders that have walked this earth. They are brave with their thoughts and endeavors as well as not afraid to speak their minds. But one thing that sticks out is that they often practice solitude. It is said that decluttering their minds and allowing it to sink and review everything that is going on, giving themselves time to reset, is what gives them the strength and courage. It's important to detach and let go from the factors that interfere with what you're supposed to do. But the authors mentioned and understand that sometimes there's something more difficult to let go when you're trying to practice solitude, which is yourself. At times, decluttering our minds starts from within and detaching from the outside factors is just complementary. Our mind chatter, overthinking, and negative emotions can all interfere with our minds and disturb us. Thus, practicing solitude is not about silencing them completely, but being able to be at peace with them. So it's pretty much very close to meditation or it is meditation. But one way also to start this practice is through controlled breath work. There are a lot of video tutorials online, so you can try out different ones and choose that works best for you. But the practice of solitude is what allows us to reflect and open up more creative sides of our brains and leaves more room for great ideas to emerge. And that was the last takeaway. Let's now go through quickly the three takeaways. One, Great leaders use solitude, which is taking time with themselves to gain clarity. The more that you think you don't have time to take a step back to look at things to gain clarity, the more you should. 2. The fear of missing out or FOMO is a dangerous trap for anyone who is serious about their responsibilities. The world will move forward with or without you, but only by spending time and focusing on yourself, you can move yourself forward. 3. Taking a break, not just from the outside world, but the world within to lead better. It's not just about detaching yourself from the outside world, but starting from within. And hopefully with these three takeaways, you can lead yourself to become a better leader for others. And having better control of yourself will let others find confidence and comfort in you that would want them to follow you. And of course, these are not things that can change you overnight. These are things that you can reflect on and improve yourself incrementally. If you found this interesting, I suggest you get the copy of this book. There, you might learn more things like how solitude can actually gain leverage over four essential aspects of our lives, which is clarity, creativity, emotional balance, and moral courage. But before I end, I want to ask you a question that you can think of at the end of every day. Ask yourself, what have I done today to lead myself to become a better leader? And that was a quick discussion on Lead Yourself First by Raymond Cathledge and Michael Irwin. Till the next episode, thank you for listening to the Daily Book Club.